Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How you doing? You have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what, what, what seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the, in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? We ate two before we nursed. Oh, listen, Laverne, it's shit I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. And just like that, we are into the second hour of the Barbecue Central show. Doing it live right here. We'll do it live. 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern, every Tuesday evening, bringing you a new live show, which is also being recorded at the very same time. Hour number one will go up a little bit later here this evening or earlier tomorrow morning. Hour number two will be released Thursday morning at 1 a.m. And I'll tell you about Friday here in just one second. So to come on the show this evening, Sam the Cooking Guy will join me in about 10 minutes from now and then closing the show, coming from the bullpen, Damian Rodriguez of Doodles and Things, the animator of our bits that are coming up. Smoking Joe's Barbecue Pit weighing in tonight's show quickly coming to an end. Truer words, Joe. Truer words. By the way, the city being brought to you by the the show. What am I even trying to say? By the way, the show originating from Palm City, USA, Cleveland. Hey, there's Sean Reed. He made it in. Sean, if you missed the first hour, which I know you did, make sure that you download the podcast and get caught up with Malcolm Reed and my informational dissertation on where Memphis and May sits right now. Don't forget, you can follow me socially at BBQ Central Show on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Snapchat slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook and Twitch for live video feeds. Also one on YouTube, which is slash RD Rempy. And we are audibly on Clubhouse as well. So we say good evening to everybody over in Clubhouse. Guess what? Sam the Cooking Guy is coming up soon. So Guy Chisholm and Mike Elliott and Matt O and Robert Salazar, get ready because we do have a refreshed rendition of what? What does Sam like best? And you have a chance to win something for free. Can I get a hell yeah? Give me a hell yeah! Coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less, this Friday, episode 245, taking you back to September 6th of 2016. And who do we find a visit from? Well, none other than the guy that was just here last week talking about turkey, Ray Lamp. In this particular segment back in September of 2016, Ray and I were talking about brisket. But specifically, if you can just get a bad brisket and you're screwed right from the start. No cooking involved yet. No prepping involved yet. You just got a crap brisket. Is that something that can happen? And then you cook it. And then it's still crap because it was crap to begin with. Now, back in 2016, neighbor Desmond cooked a brisket. And while the flavor was on point, the taste was good. The seasoning was really good. Actually, great. It was tough as hell. And Desmond and I kept eating this brisket and eating this brisket going, we want to love it so much more, but our jaws hurt. This is borderline baseball mitt material. We're going to make a note of this. I'm going to talk to Ray on Tuesday. We're going to get his take. Maybe, just maybe, Desmond, you were screwed from the beginning. You got a bad brisket and it was just, Bad brisket through the cook no matter what. Well, Ray gave his take on if it could have been the meat that was bad, given how right everything else was in the finished product. 
We also tease you with how to not get rubbery chicken skin on barbecue pits. That's tough, especially if you cook at the lower temperatures. I'm sure you can probably figure out what Ray said. What? Higher heat. Oh, right. Just my two cents. Ray has always been a great guest on the show, as evidenced by his appearance last week, talking about his recent turkey tour through Illinois, which I would like to do. So, Turkey Federation, if you're listening and you're putting together a new turkey jaunt through Illinois or some surrounding state, I would love to go. We all know I would never go. I'm just saying I would like to go. Don't forget, if you would like to hear a guest or a segment that might be lost in the archives of this show, email John, J-O-N, at thebbqcentralshow.com. That's J-O-N at thebbqcentralshow.com. And let him know what you would like to hear in a best-of format. Upcoming shows for September, including visits from Meathead from AmazingRibs.com and Robert Moss from RobertFMoss.com, also the author of the Q-Sheet, which, by the way, has come less and less frequently. I don't even know the last time I got a Q-Sheet, so I'll bust his balls about that next week. Also... Joining us, my barbecue insider expert, the guy that broke the pitmaster Ramon scandal, Tim McKeska from McKeska Brand Sausage will join me as he's feverishly putting together all the pricing stats and what it looks like year over year and $35 a pound brisket in places like Texas and downtown Cleveland. Also, we'll be having a visit from our Quarterly guest Daniel Vaughn from Texas Monthly. First time guest and the pitmaster at Truth Barbecue in Texas. Leonard Batello will join me. Stephen Reichlin, barbecue icon, will be in this coming month. Derek Riches, the embedded correspondence, and much more. So those are just a way to wet your whistle for upcoming shows here for the rest of the month. Email from Fred. In California, Greg, longtime fan and love how you cover the industry. I am echoing the sentiments of an email you got a handful of weeks ago that talked about how good your audio has been the past few years after you made the mandate that all of your guests have microphones. I happen to be a huge fan of Dan Patrick's radio show as well, and I notice that many of his guests zoom in or use some other type of video conference software for their appearances, and almost all of them sound like crap. I'm surprised national shows like his wouldn't have a similar requirement as you do for your guests. Anyway, continue to set the standard for sound quality in the industry. I, for one, appreciate your effort. Regards, Fred. Well, Fred, thank you for writing in, and thank you for saying that you enjoy my setting of the new standard for sound quality in the industry, your words, not mine. And I've certainly set the standard in the live fire industry for sound quality. That's unquestioned. But I'm here to agree with you, Fred in California, because like you, I have become an avid listener of the Dan Patrick radio show or the Dan Patrick show. I like sports talk. I'm off of Howard Stern pretty much exclusively at this point. Plus, he took the summer off again, which I hate. But nonetheless, I agree with you, Fred. I don't understand how a nationally syndicated radio show that is also using the technologies we have all come to embrace, Zoom, uh, the thing that I use, vMix, stream yard, whatever the hell else there is available out there. And there's plenty of you embrace this technology. You have an easy way to connect. And yet the biggest name guests in sports show up and sound like crap. Ridiculous. The microphone that I tell my guests to get. It's a $69 microphone. It both connects via USB or, if you have a mixer, has an XLR 
connection at the bottom of the mic as well. You choose. Very easy to put together. In fact, the easiest way to do it is through a USB cord. Connect it to your computer, make a few setting adjustments, and away you go. You hear it on my show. Now, you can get a much cooler mic. Like Sam has a really nice, cool mic. Steven Reichlin has a really cool mic when he's down in Miami and he uses it. But you don't have to spend that kind of money on it to sound great. You buy the $69 Samson Q2U microphone, and you sound like a million bucks. And the fact that nationally syndicated radio shows use this technology, the video technology, and they show it on the television too. And then those guys sound like they're trapped in basement bathrooms, fearing for their life is unfathomable to me. I do not have a nationally syndicated show at all. And my guests routinely sound better than people that will do a hit on a Dan Patrick sports show and sound like crap and then they show up on their own TV shows and sound like a million bucks. What's the difference? They're using a real microphone on their show. The hosts or the producers of those shows don't care enough to say, hey, guy that makes millions of dollars a year on your contract, buy a $60 microphone and sound just as good as us. Sound like you're in the man cave with Dan Patrick or whatever show. It's mind-boggling to me that my show sounds at least 800 times better than nationally syndicated sports shows. And I'm not being dramatic. Just listen to it. It's a joke. I'm embarrassed for those people. Sam the Cooking Guy is ready to go and in the green room. I'll talk to you quickly about Primo Grills. What do we love about ceramic cookers? We love that they're fuel efficient. We love that you can achieve low and slow temperatures for traditional barbecue meats. We love that you can get rip-roaring hot for high-temperature grilling of steaks and other thin cuts. But what's missing in the everyday ceramic line of... of <laughs> what's missing in the everyday lineup of ceramic cookers? The real ability to do true two-zone cooking. Two-zone cooking is very important to both professional and backyard cooks alike. It's the best way to manage a fire and cook with confidence. However... Getting a two-zone fire in a round ceramic cooker, not very realistic. Why? Because it's round. And a Primo grill and their game-changing oval design. The shape gives you the ability to execute a two-zone setup that you desire. It also gives you all the other ceramic grill benefits as well. When you break it down, there's more than 60 different ways to cook on this thing. Only limited by your culinary imagination. Why not? They also have the accessories you want. They got a pizza grill accessory. They have the Primo grill rotisserie accessory, just to name two. The bottom line is this. Best ceramics in the biz. Yes, Petna technology, of course. True two-zone cooking capabilities. I said that. Multiple sizes of ovals. Yes. If you have to have a round one, they got a round one too. But don't do it. Resist. Go oval. If you have any questions, check out their website, primogrill.com. Also, just like Green Mountain Grill, only sold through dealers. So find a dealer on their website, primogrill.com. Follow them on Instagram and the Facebook. Once again, the primogrill.com is the website. We're back with Sam the Cooking Guy right after this. Stick around. Be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. Welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Smithfield. Head on over to smithfield.com right now for recipes as well as tips and tricks from well-known live fire cooks like Darren Worth. Jess Pryles and Chiles Cridlin, mouthwatering flavor, no artificial ingredients. Smithfield Fresh Pork is quite simply some of the finest pork money can buy. It's the trusted choice of top cooks for use at competitions and at home. And again, the website smithfield.com. My next guest, a YouTube cooking sensation with over three and a quarter million uh, subscribers eagerly watching his cooking videos three days per week. Actually, at last check, 3.39 million subscribers, if we're being completely balls-on accurate. He's won many Emmy Awards and a Barbecue Central Show Guest Hall of Famer. Let's race to the hotline. And welcome back, friend of the show, Sam the Cookie Guy. Hey, Sam. I knew it. 
It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Just close out all the way, come back in, I'm sure it'll fix it. You know, I, I, I feel... I feel a little hypocritical that I just went on a... And, and nothing against Dan Patrick. This isn't me backpedaling, by the way. But I, I feel like... I just did that whole thing. Just uh, close out the browser all the way. And then just cut... Okay, he left. I feel... Like, maybe I went in too hard on Dan Patrick, because guess what? At least his guests sound like crap. My guests have really expensive microphones, and they have no way of actually getting in and, and making sound. So in the end, I guess we're even, is what I'm saying. What can I tell you? Hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. All right. How about that? Hey. <laughs> uh, what I was saying, it kills me when people go, um, you ask me, and they go, well, if I'm being honest, and it makes me want to go, well, when aren't you? Are, does that mean you're not being honest a part of the time? What? Oh. Maybe, do you have to did tell me that? when you're being honest? Did I say if I'm being honest? What, what did you say? I don't know. Something like that. So something like that. I said I, I felt, all of a sudden, I felt the need to apologize because I was going in no, was on Dan Patrick. No, 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 it was before that. It was before that. No, you did rally about people's audio and shit like that. And you have a absolute right to do that. We've had this conversation yeah. how many times? Plenty. You have to be the captain of your own ship. That's right. And tell people, you worried once, uh, twice, three times, you were going to get somebody big on the show, but you didn't know if you should say to them, I I'm not going to have you on unless you sound good. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what you should do. That's right, and I did it, and I feel much better about it, and you're, the show has been great, great for it. Of course it's been great. Yes. I won't listen to a show that has shit audio. I won't. Have I'll I turn it off. Have I caused that for you? Shit audio? No, like you paying yes, attention. You fucked me for all, yeah. Yes, you uh, have fucked me for all yeah. the other shows. Yeah, so, same for Doug. If it, if it's not bad, but all of a sudden Doug has become an audio snob, and he sends me snippets Doug, of like, "Oh, I can't even Doug, listen to this." And I was please, like, "Doug, give me Doug, a break." You sounded like crap Doug. six weeks ago, and you get a <laughs> microphone, and now you're a good guy. All right, uh, so uh, do you want to start out with playing a what does Sam uh, like best? It's your ship, buddy. I'm I'm all I, I'm only a passenger. Only a passenger. Well, good, because guess what we're going to be using tonight? Yeah, go ahead. Clubhouse. <laughs> are you ready it's gonna work Hold yes on. for all the two and a half people that don't know how to use it that are there that's right so we're and gonna... nobody from hawaii is allowed to be on tonight don't worry nobody from hawaii is in the the, the room oh well, so they we'll, were. let me just wait to see if somebody raises their hand here and what is the infatuation with what are they paying you what is the infatuation? No, Clubhouse doesn't pay me, but it, they, no, they, they it's would... it's a joke, but... Oh, well, they, I mean, it just sounds... The, the sound quality is good. For the eight people that might be there. Yeah, I mean, eight might be pushing it a little bit. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's see how this works out. Joe, you there? Huh. What a dickhead! What a surprise! Somebody on Clubhouse can't no, figure out. Uh, you know what? How to get the fucking technology this to is, work? This is my fault because I oh, decided to try Joe Martinez, which never works. Uh, but we knew this. I just tried to do it anyway. All right. Uh, let's see. Scott, are you there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I'll play. Ask me. Uh, this be? Hold on, I gotta make. Money. I have food stuff to talk about. Let me let me make an adjustment here. All right, Scott, oh. you there? Oh, Scott, hey, there we go. Made all the the there we go. All right, all right. Seems to be contagious tonight. All right, hold on. Where's Scott? I'm, I'm He's waiting. in Hawaii. I'm hanging no. up. I'm Scott, leaving. Scott, where are you at? Uh, in Cambridge, Ohio. Oh, Cambridge, Ohio. You're gonna be at Hardville Hardware next week, Scott? 
You know it, Greg. All right. Can't wait to see you again. This is a fan of the show, fan of Sam the Cooking Guy, of course. And we're going to play What Is Sam Like Best? Now, you might ask yourself, Scott, what is that? Well, it's a game show that's sweeping the nation, number one. Number two, I'm going to ask you questions. You have to get three of five correct. If you get three of five correct, Sam will give you a free prize of his choosing. That's pretty much it. You ready to play? Sure. Let's go. Question number one. See how easy it is good, here. I got a, By the way, I got a good per, I got a good prize for this. Great. For, uh, Scott. Scott. All right. Scott, of the two, which does Sam like best? Poached eggs? By the way, by the, by the way we have not talked about these. I do not know right. what Greg is going to say. Right. I make okay, these up on the fly. Explain that. Right. Of the two, which does Sam like best? Poached eggs or sunny side eggs? So, um, I don't really have a reference, I guess, on that one, but I would hope that Sunnyside would be what he likes. All right, so we'll lock Scott in on Sunnyside. Sam, is it poached or Sunnyside? Uh, congratulations, Scott, if you were planning to lose this question because it's poached eggs. Oh! Always. Oh, I've said before, thank you for being an enormous fan. I've said before, my last meal <laughs> would include some form of poached egg on a Benedict. I think you said that when you did the fried poached egg video, which I was going to ask you about here this evening, depending yeah, on the crispy, how time goes. crispy poached egg. By the way, just let me say, if you've not done this, you make a poached egg, uh, immediately put it in cold ice water, let it cool, dry it off. Then it goes into. Uh, Listen, just go watch the video. It's right. so yeah. crispy poached eggs. Crispy. You've deep fried an egg with a with a panko on the outside of it. Is unbelievable. It's life changing. Scott, Scott it's life changing. Oh, Scott, it's life changing. All right, look, you got one wrong. Oh, Don't be right. so down on yourself, Scott, because you have plenty of other questions to go. Of the two, yeah. of the two. Which does Sam like best? Chicken breast or turkey breast? Well, Sam, I need to do some more research before I play a game. <laughs> um, I need to do some more research. <laughs> no no, no vibes, huh? Um, well, let's go with the popularity vote, but I don't know. Anybody that likes a poached egg, I guess better than a sunny side egg maybe he's got me a little bit on the thing that maybe i should maybe go against scott do we have an answer for crying out loud (laughs) (laughs) uh let's go with turkey all right scott in on turkey of the two sam do you like chicken breast or turkey breast the reality is i like neither oh uh but i gotta choose one yes and even though he effed up the first one I'm going to give him turkey breast just so we've got a game. Oh, okay. I'm not there sure exactly that's how the rules work, but it is your game. Hey, so it's continue my, no, on. it's your game. It's my answer. So. That's right. All right, Scott. One right, one wrong. We have three left to go here, so you can still win a very cool prize of potentially large retail cost. Of the two Barbecue Central Show recurring guests, which one does Sam like best? Malcolm Reed or the entirety of the embedded correspondence? Wow. That's a question, man. That is a dick question. Yes. Sophie's choice. Yeah. Who do you like better? It Who is Sophie's choice. What kind of guy would do that to you? <laughs> That's me. Boy, I need a second to think this through. What do you think, Scott? Yeah, okay, you, you think Sam likes Malcolm better or the entirety of the embedded correspondence, which is a large personality group? Yeah. Shit. So do I go with the masses or do I go with uh, Malcolm it's himself? A, it's the best question uh, you've ever asked. Wow. Best question you've ever asked. Well, let's go with the correspondent. Oh, all right. Let's, let's go that way. Let's right. say I thought you were going to go with that. Uh, Sam Scott says... You're going to say the entirety of the embedded correspondence, but 
Do you like Malcolm better? Look, um, <laughs> I, I'm going to go with the correspondence. Huh. All right. And and look, let me just say this. Partially because I know that little little bitchy Dougie would cry if I didn't choose them. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I'm going to I love Rusty. I yes. love all the work John, that they of do. Course, yeah. And I feel like Malcolm can handle uh, me not choosing him mm. uh, better than the others can. Though I'll be honest, I watch Malcolm more than I watch the yeah. others. So. All right. Well, I mean, no matter what, yeah, but it's, uh, look at I, I'm I'm playing sides here. Yeah. Really, I, I no matter how our roads come together, Scott. What have we learned? Absolutely. I've got two right, and you've got one wrong. We continue on. I mean, between the two of you guys, it's like roadblocks from all sides getting this game moving. I'll stop right. right now. Question number I four. I you that was the best question you've ever asked. Question number four, Scott. Yes. Between the two pastas, which one does Sam like best? Regular spaghetti or cavatelli? What the fuck? What the? What? I, you went from the best question you've ever asked to the worst question you've ever asked. What? I don't know. That's. I, I want to know that question. How about Bucatini? Scott, I'm the host. Oh, okay. I'd pick Bucatini. Too bad because I would have said Bucatini. Oh, See, and somehow that wouldn't have been from the best on. question to the worst question. The Bucatini makes the, the difference. To, huh? Bucatini would have no, made the difference. No, it's not about Bucatini. No, it's about your dumb yeah. pasta question. All right. Pasta's pasta, buddy. No, Come it's on. not. And you know, you oh, of all people it. know that pasta is not pasta. How dare you? Oh, I like Bucatini. All right. Uh, Scott, regular spaghetti or cavatelles? Uh, let's go... With a regular. Oh, regular. Wait, remind me what the, what Scott's uh, numbers are right now. All right, Scott has two right, one wrong. So if he gets this one wrong, it goes to question number five, which, of course, is who does Sam think is hotter, X or Y? Yeah, okay, okay. Wait, <laughs> and what did Scott say? What did Scott but say? we need to know if you like spaghetti or cavatelle. Scott says you like spaghetti. Uh, not trying to f up this game for you, Scott. Oh but no! Spaghetti is my nope. least favorite. Uh, <laughs> least? That's my yeah. favorite. Scott, you like spaghetti or cavatelle? You're too. You're just too like white in Cleveland. That should be a TV show. <laughs> white in Cleveland. You would be the host of that. Well, all right. Well, what hey, do you like, Scott? What do you like? I'm Greg Grimpy, and welcome to White in Cleveland. Spaghetti or cavatelle, Scott? What do you like? Spaghetti. Um, how about Bucatini? <laughs> okay. <laughs> We move on. Last and, one. Wait, and by the way, Mr. White in Cleveland, tell me you're not using like some shitty Prego. Off no, the I make shelf. my own sauce. Are you kidding me? How dare you? All right, Scott, this is it for all the marbles. All right. Who does Sam think is hotter? I think I go right back onto the best question ever, by the way. <laughs> if you're ready. Love this. Go ahead. Scott, who does Sam think is hotter? Hoda Cape. Or Kathy Lee Gifford. Jesus God, man. Okay, this is now the best question ever. <laughs> Scott, do you get the significance of this question? Shit. I'm so torn uh, on this. I will explain. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, not before you answer. No, 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 no. Scott, no, it'll for make God's it sakes, man. Scott, you don't do you not understand you? the significance of the question, Scott? Yes no. or no? You don't? No, I don't. Oh, dear. Give me an answer, Scott. Hoda uh, Cape or Kathy Lee Gifford? But it's Cape. Hoda. Hoda. All right. We'll lock Scott in on Hoda Cape. Does he even know who they are? Well, let's see. Scott, do you know who Hoda Cape and Kathy Lee Gifford are? I know who Kathy Lee Gifford is. She was on the talk show. There for it's, a long it's time. It's on the Today Show, right? Yeah, yeah. And then well, that was her Hoda, partner in crime, Hoda Cape. Was yeah, uh, caught B. Yeah, they, no, they were it's the Cape. They're on the same one. Yeah. It is yes, not right. Cape. It's, it's Cape. Yes, 
It is not. It's hold a copy, the, like Xerox. Hold a copy. I no, it is not. Sam, Scott says you think hold a copy, hold a cot B. <laughs> okay, listen, listen. One is definitely younger than the other. One could be considered younger and hotter than the other. There's a lot of what I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. Yes. It's about a vibe. Oh. Oh. It's about personalities. Oh. And if I've got to choose between the two. Yes. I'm going with Kathy Lee. Oh. <laughs> well, Scott, uh, things just went downhill for you in a rather seismic Hindenburg way, I thought, as Sam was building to that. I, I don't see how anybody could have vibe or good feelings or anything with Kathy Lee Gifford. Listen, uh, I thought he was marking listen, out to listen, hold a listen, cot, cot B. But, listen, or, listen. Go ahead. My my second time on the Today Show was with Hodakot B, <laughs> as they say and as she says, and Kathleen Gifford. Yeah. That was the moment that I, I had. That was my Today Show moment, and I asked them to stop talking. It uh, went semi-viral or viral, and it's it's been played all over the place. Yeah. After that, when I went back to the show, Mm-hmm. Kathy Lee Gifford was nothing but warm and welcoming. Hoda Kotb was cold as a fish in the Arctic. Really? Yeah. Wow. Kathy Lee Gifford understood what um, what entertainment was and, oh. and and how it went. And and Hoda Kotb, who hadn't been on uh, the Today Show very long at that time. Mm. Uh, felt personally uh insulted by my saying she you did? guys need to stop talking I yeah she, she did took it was it a better thing like in the in the moment no, no, i no, thought no. she took Kat, it better listen cat whatever whatever they did on air yeah kathy lee gifford after the fact when i would go back to the show she was the most warm welcoming person ever they didn't put me back with her and hoda they put me with other people because there was like some like magnetic or non-magnetic chemistry. Hmm. But Kathy Lee was like, oh, my Sam, how nice to see you. I'm not going to be with you today, but I love having you here. She was so nice. She, Kathy Lee Gifford is a professional that understands uh, entertainment, television, that kind of stuff. Hmm. Hoda Kotb at that time was um, thrown off by my comments and felt uh, a personal hmm. affront. All right. Yeah. Well, that's some good background on there. We still have to do the segment so, on the show where we talk about find, it. Here's the deal. If you're going to find somebody hotter, it's going to be somebody that you vibe with. Yeah. And that's going to be, uh, look, neither of them I would pick out of a crowd and go, I want you, I want you not to be sexist, but, but if you're going to have somebody to hang out with, it's going to be her. Hmm. I think she'd be more fun. Well, bad news, Scott. You didn't get it. Good news for you, Scott. On the 17th, you will see me live and in person hosting the Hartville Hardware 2022 Grill Fest. And we can talk about what great fun you had. You made it all the way to the fifth question, and then you shit the bed and didn't win the Sam the Cooking Guy free. What? Uh, He was going to get... Do I know what Scott was... Uh, Scott was going to get... Well, an unannounced uh, uh, Sam the Cooking Guy set of four, four. Uh, steak knives. Oh, my God. They're not even out yet. He's going to get those. Oh, my. Well, that's too bad. I mean, that's got to total some kind of uh, monetary value. Wait, has no anybody not won? No, this is the first time somebody has not won. Oh, should we, should Scott, we, you can take Should we do something crazy? Tonight. Sam, should we do something crazy? Go ahead. Right now, waiting to come on to close the show, the 17-year-old phenom of doodles and things, yes. Damian Rodriguez oh, is on. Damian, you've got... Da- stop it. Believe it or not, I'm going to show right now, Damian is right here. Now, look, you would notice that's a cartoon. <laughs> he's 17. I want to see real Damian. No, no. He's 17, Sam. So 
we're playing a little bit of shown? you know minor stuff. I don't want to. He he didn't want to be you know it, video. I got it, so I, got it, I, got it, I said I got it. you got to send me a cartoon at least. So he sends me a cartoon. Do you want me to pull him up? We'll do one question. Damien potentially yes, wins saying the cooking guy thing. Yes. You want to do that? All right. Well, of course I do. Any further ado, Damien? We race to the hotline and welcome in Damien Rodriguez. Hey, Damien. Hey, Greg. Hey, Sam. What's up? What's up, Damien? How are you, man? I'm doing very good. I'm very excited to be on the show and meeting Sam the cooking guy. My idol, my favorite YouTuber. About that. Inspiration. Doing Thank the peace you. sign. Yeah. Very right. exciting. Now. Oh, I'm and here Greg, for you, bro. Uh, we know Damien uh, is a I, huge I fan. Decided. We know Damien is a huge fan of Sam the Cooking Guy because we saw Damien's video depicting one of Sam's cooking videos. Yeah. And this kid has an by eye the, uh, for minutiae. Wait, wait, by the way, yeah. Damien. Wait, wait, by the way, Damien, I've lost weight. I do not have nearly <laughs> as much shit hanging down from my neck as I did, but I so appreciated every nuance yes. of your art. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, the the neck, the neck, the the flappy neck skin, chicken skin, kind of yeah. look like chicken skin. Yeah. Okay, you don't have yeah, to keep like... saying it out loud. For God's sake, <laughs> a little. Damien. Would you say, Just... Damien, that's a little uh, artistic creativity there? Yeah. Yeah, of course. All right. And that neck skin, pretty artistic. So, yeah, go Damien, ahead. we have one question that you're going to answer. What does Sam like best? And if you get it right, you get a prize. And then I'll let Sam go and we'll come back and do the segment. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. I always wanted to be on this. Okay. Let's do this. And by the way, I, I am not going to bullshit this just yeah. so he wins. No bullshit. Because I like him. No bullshit. That's right. All right. Damien. The no bullshit zone. What does Sam like best? Hmm. I'm thinking off the fly or on the fly here. All right. Uh, well, I got one. What? Do, no, I, I'm the host. What does Sam? Which which steak does Sam like best? Forty-five oh, oh, day yeah. dry aged steak or ninety day dry aged steak? Which one does Sam like best? Uh, I don't think Good it's answer, a 90 day dry age steak. I, I, in that uh, dry age video he did, yep. I think he tried a, a dry age steak that was dry age for a while. Not He didn't like it. So I'd say 35, 35 day. Dry 35 age. day dry age. All right, so we'll lock Damien in on 35. Uh, Sam, do you like 35 or do you like 90 day? Ah, oh, shit, Damien. I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to send you something special because you are absolutely right. All right. Oh, oh my goodness. Just ask Damien what he wants, and I'll send it. All right. Well. I love Damien. Uh, Damien, you have one. So what we'll do between you and me is uh, we'll uh, I'll get your shipping info and all that stuff through email, and then I'll send that along to Sam, and then Sam will... Uh, Send you a prize. I, I will put together a. I a will kit. put together a special yeah, package a for special you. Special pack. Kit. Yeah. A kit. kit. A kit. In Cleveland, in Cleveland, they say <laughs> kit. Yeah. I will send together a. Send you a kit. Yeah. I don't know what a it will prize be, kit. But a prize it's pack. Damien. That's right. It's filled with yeah. cash and prizes from Santa Cookie. Sam. Damien, thank you for your work. You're you're fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and I appreciate We're, you coming really on the show you. once a month. And I'm going to let you go, but we will see you in October. Okay. I'll be, uh, yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Wait, wait, wait. What's wait. the what's the Damien, first? Don't go uh, away. Wait, give me. The, wait, hold on. Okay. Give me the date because I'm going away. I might not be. Right. What's, we're, the, we're gonna, what's the first look, Tuesday? Uh, I'm rapidly running out of time. We'll get together and work out the now. logistics. Okay. All right. Whatever. Okay. Got it. I appreciate. Goodbye. See right. ya. There he is, Sam Sorry, the cooking guy, here. right there. Are you kidding? Don't be so mean, uh, Damien. Hold on one second. I got to do a quick commercial, and then we'll come back and we'll talk all about your animation and how great you are and. All that fun stuff, and uh, hopefully everybody will start using you. So stand by. And we'll get back to Damian Rodriguez here in just one second as we close out the show. Who, by the way, just won a great prize pack from Sam the Cooking Guy that my pal Scott in Cambridge, Ohio, wasn't able to come up with on question five. Heartache and pain. 
All right. Let me talk to you quickly about Big Papa Smokers, the one-stop online shop for all things barbecue. Their curated selection of only the best outdoor cooking and grilling supplies, getting you on the path to better barbecue results in no time. Everything at BigPapaSmokers.com has been Pitmaster approved by Sterling Big Papa Ball himself. From the award-winning rubs and sauces to the American-made grills and smokers, Big Papa Smokers has everything you need to be a better outdoor cook. Not only that, they also own Granny's Barbecue Sauce. If you're looking for a new go-to sauce that will please everybody, Granny's traditional yet powerful flavor reminds us of why we fell in love with barbecue in the first place. If you're looking for cookers, we got some for you. How about a versatile smoker that's easy to use? Check out that Mac 2-Star General Pellet Cooker. Big Papa Smokers, the exclusive Mac dealer, even offering special packages. Not sure what you need? Call them, 877-828-0727, or shop their website, bigpopsmokers.com. That's B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A-Smokers.com. We are back with Damian Rodriguez right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Let's get back to a guy who has more experience giving you his opinion than he actually has cooking. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, welcome back. We thank Sam the Cooking Guy for joining us last segment. Of course, you can find him over at thecookingguy.com or go on to YouTube and check him out over there. Subscribe if you're not already subscribed to him. But we... Welcome back, our pal, Damian Rodriguez. All right, Damian. So first things first, because we didn't do it right off the bat as we launched you into a game show that you weren't anticipating. I did a uh, interview with somebody named Angel Todd a few years ago when she came on the show. She was also 17 at the time. I did make sure that uh, Damian's parents are okay with him appearing on the show tonight because technically he's under 18. I am also a parent, so I want to make sure that the adults are all in on this, all on the same page. Thank goodness that they are, and we're able to do this interview tonight, so I thank them. Were you surprised, Damien, to hear from a guy who has a barbecue and grilling show solely dedicated to covering the live fire industry like ESPN Cover Sports? Yes, I was I was very, very surprised. I So I was just... Uh, so, so my dad he shared the Sam the Cooking Guy post on Reddit, and and Sam the Cooking Guy he commented on the video that night, and he said that he was going to send me an email, and I was on my emails looking for an email. I was like, "Come on, Sam, Sam, where's that email? Where's that email?" And then I refreshed it, and it wasn't Sam. It was Greg Ramping, and I was like, "Who is that? <laughs> Who in the world is Greg Rempy from the Barbecue Central Show?" The number one, I mean, sorry, number two now, most downloaded barbecue podcast. Darn, darn you, Malcolm Reed. That's right. Right, he's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, Greg. That's all right. I mean, Malcolm is a very big star. It was only a matter of time before he surpassed me. So before we talk about yeah. animation and the project specifically related to this show, can you give us a little background on you, where you live, uh, what grade you're in, and uh, where you've lived outside of Texas, if you did live anywhere besides Texas? Well, I was born and raised in Texas my whole life. I was born in Amarillo, Texas. I don't know if any of you guys heard of it. Of course. It's famous for the Big Texan, uh, a restaurant that I put in my Big Mo case on animation. I don't know if you guys saw that reference. And... When I was 12, I moved down to Lubbock, Texas, which is like 100 miles or so down. And yeah, I've lived in Texas my whole life. I, I like it here. The weather kind of sucks, though. It's always dry. It never rains, always windy. Very, very bad weather for riding bikes, which is mm. something I usually do. Not very bike friendly, and but I, I like it. I assume this time of year it can be oppressively hot. Oh, yeah. Like, even in October, it's still hot. It's crazy. So, what's, yeah. the, what's the food scene like at home, Damien? Do you guys, a uh, bunch of cooks and people that like to share recipes, or not so much? Well, my dad, he's he's very into cooking. He's He always has been. That's where I've got my love for cooking from. <laughs> and, and, yes, I do have a love for cooking. I don't know if 
my YouTube viewers could tell. Like on my YouTube channel, all I do is parody cooking YouTubers mostly. So yeah, uh, like mostly, mostly every day, I'm cooking. Hmm. Like my mom says that I'm cooking up a storm. And that's what that's what she says. My dad, he's always cooking. He's always grilling steaks. He's always smoking. He's always trying new things. Both of us watch cooking YouTubers. Very into cooking. My mom doesn't like cooking. She she can't stand cooking. My sister doesn't like cooking. My brother likes to bake. Well, I guess you could say we're a cooking family. <laughs> yeah. Now you're in we Texas. You said Lubbock, and uh, Texas widely yeah. known for having what they feel is the best barbecue in the country, perhaps the world. Are you into barbecue at all? Do you go around and frequent some barbecue joints, or do you make it at home? Uh, like every weekend, every holiday. Well, we're usually grilling something. Usually something new. There's a lot we haven't tried out yet. A lot of barbecue. I really love barbecue. It's like one of my favorite things. Whenever my dad is grilling, I'm usually like right next to his side watching him. He's usually telling me what he's doing, some new things he found out. I, I'm always I'm always right there. Uh, I really I really I'm really interested in barbecue and grilling. So, like I, I, which is the reason why I watch this podcast. I love this podcast ever since you introduced me to you. You introduced me to to yourself. I started watching this podcast. Pretty great podcast you have. Do you have other? barbecue youtubers specifically that you and your dad watch who are you into oh yeah long list mm. me uh, matt pittman from meat church malcolm reed from how to barbecue right chud's barbecue yep. very underrated channel yeah chud's is great oh well let's see Guga Guga does Guga count? I don't know. He's doing. He's always doing some weird stuff. I mean, he does so many steaks time, in so many different ways. I don't know how you can not count Guga. I mean, this guy is so off the charts. He had Gordon Ramsay duet his TikTok videos. So I think you're achieving some major level of success if Gordon Ramsay is taking time out of his day to make fun of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. So I originally found out about you after watching that same The Cooking Guy. Uh, he sent me the link that you did featuring his show, and it was great. I was hooked, and I needed to find somebody or some way to get in con contact with you to talk about the potential of contract jobs. Thank goodness we were able to get in contact. You said you were open to talking about taking on some contract work. When did animation first grab your interest, and when do you decide to try and figure out how to do it on your own? Well, you know, I wasn't always into animation. I, it didn't come into my mind until much later on. But ever since I was like two years old, i that's when I first picked up the pencil. And I drew Plankton from Spongebob. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with that. I still have the drawing in the attic. And I, 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 I've been drawing whatever I, whatever I saw on TV and stuff during my childhood. Angry Birds, Sonic, Mario, mm. you know, all those little boy stuff that I was into. And in about during like first grade, I started drawing little stories in my notebook. Like, and then I, I liked that so much. I was like, hey, I could be like a, a children's author and, and, and write books because I like to draw and I like to tell stories and I like to be funny. And then in, in third grade, that's when things really changed. I found a flipbook app on the school iPad. And I was like, what is this? And I realized that you can make animations with it. Mm. It's like, whoa, this is cool. I like to I like to tell stories with drawings, but with animation I could do it like in a video form. And this like blew my mind. Like this was a turning point. So I got onto my 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 iPad at home. And I downloaded an app, and I started animating all, all summer. And eventually my dad told me that, hey, you should start a YouTube channel. And I did. And I've been animating ever since then. So would you say in that third grade time when it really clicked for you, that you realized that you had a talent for this and that you're spending any free time you have on becoming a better animator? Uh, yeah. So uh, whenever when so I've been animating ever since I I, I discovered animation, 
And my on, on my tenth birthday, my my dad he said, "Hey, he, I really like your animations that you're making on your YouTube channel with your with your free to use iPad software." So on my tenth birthday, he got me uh, an animation software for the laptop, <laughs> and I started animating on that. And and then until and then sixth grade happened, and then I had a lot of homework and stuff, and I stopped animating. And then, and then, and and then in seventh grade, I I became I became I got into homeschooling, and that is when I had so much time, so much time to work on my animations, and that is when my skills really improved. I am so thankful that my parents let me get into homeschooling, because with that you only have to do school for like four hours, mm. not eight hours like the public school does it. I'm very grateful for that. That's I had a lot of time to practice my animation. So, seventeen, are you a junior or are you a senior this year? So, I graduated high school last last December, Holy like shit. around New Year's. Wow, look at you, Smarty Pants. Uh, yeah, yeah, like a year and a half early. Yeah, wow. Since 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 I'm homeschooled, I get to finish school whenever I want. I get to go at my own pace. So I ended up finishing a year and a half early. So are you in college so now? I'm in that weird, weird phase between graduation and, and college. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I've been taking tests. I took a test, doing all the things that I need to do to get into college. Just, just all that kind of stuff. I've been working on my animation a lot more during this whole year where I had no school. That's what I've been doing. Yeah, I'm not in, I'm not in college. I'm not in school getting ready for college. So let's break down this whole process. We'll use my projects as an example, just so we can get a a look behind the curtain of how this happens. For instance, the first one you do for me is the pineapple video. It's magic. I send you the audio clip, but I didn't really have any other direction to give you other than here's the audio. Now go out and make some magic on this. So what's the process of you putting that video together with very little direction for me other than the real audio that my beat head and I had generated a couple of years ago. Yeah. So when I first started the, the pineapple animation, that was very different, very different than what I usually do. I usually record the audio and script everything myself, but whenever you gave me the audio and you told me to just do whatever with it, I was like, Oh, Oh, oh what, what do I do? What is going on? So I, I just listened to the audio like like a hundred times. I was I, I was like closing my eyes and stuff, trying to imagine what this would look like. Mm. And after a few replays, I was like, okay, I think I, I think I know what this is gonna look like. So I, I got started on the on the rough draft, just just drawing, just letting my mind do whatever it wants, doing my hand do whatever it wants. And I edit it. I like if there's a, a little little area of the animation that feels like it's sort sort of dragging out a little bit, like it's not interesting. I'll step back and try to think of what what it could something entertaining that I can put in there, mm. like some sort of visual. I try to not put any limits on the visuals. Like I'll even ha- have you jump into the frame and say. I don't know what you said. You're like, I don't know, pineapples or something. You just jumped in the screen. Now, anything, anything. I'll, I'll even have you like with a book flipping through the pages, reading out what you're saying. There's no limits. So once I send you the rough draft, you, you, you usually say that you like it. You're like, you knocked it out of the park, Damon. Good job. And then yeah. I get started on the animation. And I I have the, I have to model the characters. So what I usually do is, I draw the characters. You like you hand draw? And I have to model. Like I have a tablet. Yeah. And I I hand draw on that tablet, and wow. it shows up on the computer. Wow. Sort of hand drawn, but it's digitally. Yeah. So I draw the characters, and I have to model them, sort of like in three D animation. I give them bones, and different head pieces, and and mouth pieces. It's crazy. Very very technical. 
And and once I model them, I can start like outlining, like putting the characters over the rough draft. And then I have to draw the backgrounds. That takes the most time. I put a lot of detail into those backgrounds. I have to put in references and stuff. The and, thing, and then I just animate. If I can huh? just interrupt just for one second. You know, the thing on, on all these videos, it's the, the constant line, for me at least, like the, the main stuff in the foreground, like it's me and, and Meathead or me and, and the guy from Traeger or me and Mo. I think a lot of people see that at first and it's strikingly great. You know, there's some characterness to it, but I look like me, Mo looks like him, Jeremy looks like him. You get it. But what I am continually amazed by is when you look deeper in to the animation, you hit pause on the video and you look at the paper that's at my desk or the background that's on my set or the way my microphone is or what's on uh, the Mo case. I want you had B and B charcoal. I mean, this isn't like you didn't just guess on that. You went and did, Oh, 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 hold on. You went and did homework. You studied who all of these guys were and then fit all this stuff into these minute videos, which continues to amaze the level of detail and thought that goes into these. And I'm not saying that a 17 year old isn't capable of doing this because obviously you are, but by and large, it's not something that I would expect coming from a 17 year old, maybe a 34 year old or, or a 35 year old. Is it just the way your mind works is, is wanting to get all of this detail crammed in there to make it that much more lively? Well, you, you said that I've done my research and I never even said that I've done research. So that means that you could really tell that I put a lot of research into that. So, yeah, I forgot to say during my process that, yeah, I do a lot of research before I even get to the rough draft. So, uh, like with my YouTube animations, I also do a lot of research for those. There's some YouTubers that I don't watch that I make animations on. So I have to put, I have to put a lot of research into them. I think that references do a, they go a long way with yeah. whoever is watching them. And whenever I'm making these animations, I got to really know who the audience is. That's very important because they're the people that are going to be watching your videos. They're going to be the ones that are going to be giving all that feedback that I've been seeing on Instagram and 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 Twitter. Great feedback by the way. Yeah, they're the people that are going to be watching it, so you got to really put in the research and really know what they know so you can get the best references in there really speak their language mm. that's very important yeah i put in a lot of research well i mean it shows the end result is amazing so for the folks that ask me or after they listen to this podcast maybe they're interested maybe they have something that they want to look to get uh animated and i mean look you got a picture of you up here and you're obviously a very talented artist on top of being a, a talented animator. So maybe there's like logo work or, um, you know, lower thirds for people that do videos like me and, you know, things like this. Are you able to, do you have somewhere where people can get in contact with you to, to contract this stuff out? Or are you not at that point yet? I just got at that point today. I made, I, I put in a lot of work to make sure that my website was done today before the podcast so I could have a place for all these viewers and listeners to come to after this is done. <laughs> Whoever is interested. Whoever is interested, be sure to go to doodlesandthings.net. It has all that you'll need to know about me. It has all the animations I've ever done, especially the animations I've done for Greg, which I consider some of my best work. I, I, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really happy with what I've done for this show. And all my YouTube work is on there, my story, how I've gotten here, my contact information. It's all there, doodlesandthings.net. And you're uh, like a, a one-stop shop. So if somebody wanted a logo or you know just a, a portion animated or somebody drawn out of a picture into a, a cartoon, all stuff that you can pretty easily do. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Can, I can do portraits. I can also do portraits too, and I've done a logo too. Yeah. 
So There's a lot I can do. The website is doodlesandthings.net. You can follow them on social media as well. Uh, in some form or fashion, it's uh, doodles and things, but depending on what platform you're on, it varies a little bit. But I would assume the website has all the social media platform handles as well for people to link on to. This is Damian Rodriguez. He is the official animator of the Barbecue Central show, which we certainly appreciate. And the Mo Kason video, Damian, has hit huge with a lot of people that are friends with Mo and a lot of people that are familiar with that particular segment with the Ice Chomps. That one is a infamous sound drop, to say the least, and to have you bring it to life in the way that you did was uh, spectacular, along with all the other videos, the Pineapple one, the Traeger one is, uh, is incredible. Uh, I'm so grateful that I was able to get in touch with you online uh, virtually because 20 years ago or 30 years ago, this never would have happened and it probably would be a billion dollars. But uh, I'm, I'm very happy that uh, I'm able to work with you here. And hopefully tonight after people listen to this, they'll go to doodlesandthings.net and look to contract your services as well. Appreciate the story. Thanks for coming on tonight. I know it's a little bit late, but really appreciate everything you do. Uh, yes. Thank you so much for having me. This is, there's no better place to have my first interview with, with Greg Rampey from the Barbecue Central <laughs> Show, the number two, darn you, Malcolm Reed, most downloaded, po- most downloaded barbecue podcast on, on, on anywhere you can find it. Thank you so much, Greg. I'll be doing a lot more interviews to come, not only on here maybe, but many other places. This is just my first interview. I I'll, I'll get I'll only get better from here. Thank All right, man. You so much. I appreciate it. There he is, Damian Rodriguez, right there from Doodles and Things, the founder, the creator, the mastermind, the legend, the growing legend of Damian Rodriguez. Doodlesandthings.net. There was already some people in the instant chat saying that they wanted to get some animations done or they wanted to get a logo or animate my face or whatever. So make sure you get in contact with Damien and he'll get you quoted out and hooked up and the proof's in the pudding. I mean, what more do you need? You've seen all my videos. You've seen what he's done. I mean, he, he animated himself for the video here. I mean, look at this. This is great. Kid knows what he's doing. What can I tell you? Don't sleep before he blows it up. Could be uh, Pixar or whatever animated video things there are that I don't know. I know Pixar, Disney, right? Marvel. All things that he could be doing. The guy's a talent. You saw him here first. First interview ever right here. 17 years old. Got done with school a year and a half early. Like me. No. Not like you. Appreciate Damon for coming on and talking about it. Let me talk to you quickly about Vortic watches before we wrap it up here tonight. Back in the day, watches were made to be born in the pocket. But after World War II, the wristwatch came into vogue, and the pocket watch quickly became an afterthought, finding their way into sock drawers and scrap heaps. Quite simply, a tragedy. Enter Vortic Watch Company, helping bridge the gap between America's storied watch manufacturing past and bringing it to the present day where wristwatches are finding incredible popularity once again. Here's the coolest part. Each watch that Vortic makes is unique, one of a kind. Vortic founded on the motto that America wasn't assembled, it was built. Check out VorticWatches.com for more information. That's VorticWatches.com. The military watches are coming out here shortly, maybe in a month or so. So if you missed out on them last year, Sign up for the notification email, and you will be put on red alert. We're back to wrap the show right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpy. And we thank Damian Rodriguez for joining me last segment, talking about his background. Again, 17 years old. Graduated high school a year and a half early. He's laying out here for now before he starts college. Maybe that's going to happen next year. I mean, who knows? A talent. 
a talent. I love that kid. We're going to be doing a lot more stuff on the show with Damien. Maybe I'll re-logo the show. Why not? Who knows? All of a sudden, my mind is a buzz. All right, let's go ahead and make tracks out of here all the way back in the first hour. It was Malcolm Reed from How to Barbecue Right. After Malcolm, I talked extensively about the Memphis and May shenanigans, tomfoolery, and otherwise informational dissertation on what 2023 might look like, the renovations of Tom Lee Park, the associated deposit that they're asking for. There's some refundable deposit, but then maybe there's non-refundable deposit, but that might only be for one side. We got the statement from the parks side, waiting for the statement on Memphis in May. Hopefully, I'll have that for you next Tuesday. Second hour, Sam the Cooking Guy for an extended What Is Sam Like Best? And then we close it out with an all-star. This is two 17-year-olds that knocked it out of the park in back-to-back settings a couple years apart but giving me renewed hope for the youth of America. Damian Rodriguez, Doodles and Things, doodlesandthings.net, doodlesandthings.net, link in the show notes. If you're missing it live or just catching it here on audio or video and you want to link over and see what he's all about, that's doodlesandthings.net. Big show planned for you next week. Meathead is in. Robert F. Moss is in, amongst others. So stay tuned for another better than ever live show next Tuesday. So how do I always leave you? September 11, 2001. I will never forget. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, this is your program host and proudest American, Greg Reffy, saying bye-bye. This is Dion Blumenrader with Big Hoss One Sauce, and you're listening to the best show on all things barbecue with my man, Greg Rempe.